You're now listening to the Creating Through the Chaos podcast with your host, Shanika and Canty. Welcome to yet another great episode of Creating Through the Chaos podcast. I am Shanika Kinty, your host, obviously. And today I have with me a very special guest hailing all the way from the good old state of Louisiana. Pastor Jay, how you doing? Man, I'm doing wonderful. Absolutely amazing. I'm uh, glad to have you here. Uh, finally able to speak about your book, Restoring Forgiveness. And um, but before we go ahead and dive into that conversation, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our listening audience? Yo, what's up? My name is uh, Jeremy J. Lee. Um, I am one of the campus pastors at the Kingdom Center Shreveport, Bossier in Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, I am a wonderful uh, father of five. Um, I am married this year, be a uh, year 11, uh, married to Ebony Lee. Um, and just a serial entrepreneur, someone who desire to do help in the community. Um, I have two businesses uh, actively at the moment. Uh, one is a coffee shop, and I am a cook as well. So um, that's a small snippet of me. You got a small snippet. I know it's so much more. <laughs> that's just the, like he's just being modest right now. Right, right, right. It's okay, but you know, just focus on the the two. Main ones right now, I definitely respect it. So, how did you step into the world of authorship? Actually, um, me being an author was uh, me converting most of my series of teaching into books. Mm -hmm. Um, So, the two books that I have out right now, which is The Reality of a Giver and the one that we are discussing today, uh, which is uh, Restoring Forgiveness, Conscious Freedom. Those were actually two series that I taught at uh, our ministry. So um, even though it's been introduced to the world, you know, this year for the second book of baby and uh, 2019 for the first book of baby, uh, those was actually preached. Both of those series were actually preached in uh, 2015. Wow. So it was just like, let me just come palace and then just be able to let it reach the masses even more. Right. Right, right, I right. love um, being an author. Oh, and listen, I'm excited. Um, I was sharing with other people here in, um, in Shreveport as well as some people in Kansas City um, where we're getting ready, to, uh, me and my family get ready to build out there. Um, writing has become a major passion, uh, especially um, uh, since COVID. Um, and that is a way to where um, I'm able to um, detox from things just going around me um, and just get in a safe place in my home and just actually just go into uh, meditation. And even with uh, some books, some books are not even going to be concerning the uh, the word of God. It's just going to be actually, you know, books that has been put inside of me. Um, the next one I'm excited about is uh, uh, the psyche of a black man in America, because I, I actually started diving into that in 2015, but I shied away from it because I'm like, okay, well, I don't want my first book to be uh, concerning the world. I want to yeah. get prosecuted by the church. <laughs> <laughs> we know how that could go. Right. <laughs> so, um, 
but the, I, I'm super excited because I will be able to collab with um, different other men, uh, black men uh, from different ethnicities and background and talking about certain things. And I'm excited about that. So that's awesome. And especially, we know, our black men, our black kings need support more than ever. It's like, I don't even literally, I don't watch the news at all because Every time you turn around, a black man is dying. And then it's like, even me, it's like every time I get a phone call from New York, it's like, hey, so-and-so died. I'm like, wait, what? And especially it's like you at the right place, but at the wrong time. It's it's ridiculous. It really it's, it's, is. It's out of hand. Um, and if we don't bridge, if we don't bridge the gap to uh for as our social justice. Um, if we don't be more of a voice within our communities, then uh, because they're only going to continue to execute um, our kind if we don't step up and protect our kind. Exactly. Um, and we, we got to be more uh, more leaders in a positive aspect than just going down, expecting the leaders of our city to do something that we should do in our communities ourselves. Exactly. And that's why I was actually telling, uh, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and I say, it's not even about the president or the vice president. I said, we have to hold our local, uh, our local councilmen and women accountable. I said, they're the ones that's going up to Washington well, supposed to be on our behalf to make these changes. So I said, we need to consciously, when it comes around that time for voting locally, we need to really see who is who. So right. I tell, like, I encourage literally since the last election, I'm like, wow, I say we, it's not even about the president. It's about our local people that are representing us. But of course, no one is going to represent ourselves better than us. So what you said about, you know, like the community as a whole, not just like locally, but globally, especially within the black community and not being afraid to voice our opinions. But I'm glad as leaders such as yourself, that's, taking that step and using their platform. And we know that books is such an easy way that's easily accessible to everyone to um, have our voices heard. So on the topic of books, your new book, Restoring Forgiveness, Conscious Freedom, what was the inspiration behind that? Because I know it's definitely a story behind it. Oh, listen. Um, and this this is this is the wild factor. Um, and I'm going to start here, then I can work my way back. Um, to the beginning, uh, in the process of, process of even writing the book itself, I was still dealing with some things um, when it came to forgiveness, uh, family, ministry, um, entrepreneurship, business. Like it was a lot of things that I was encountering while still writing the book itself. Wow! Um, and many, you know, many authors can attest to this. I can, you know, I can speak for myself my writing healed me. <laughs> my writing helped me through the situation, just like I'm inspired to help somebody else through their situation. Um, so for, for me, it was me searching for um, a level of freedom. Mm-hmm. That's why I said, conscious, that's why I made sure I made the subtop- subtopic conscious freedom, because to me, just like I explained in the book, I was that person telling jokes, but in the inside, I was terribly uh, torn to pieces. Um, e- even though I seem as if I was so peaceful, I was actually in pieces um, because I internalized my pain until it became normal. 
I internalized uh, being stubborn, <laughs> bullheaded. I, I, I allowed that uh, to be internalized and I covered it up and I dressed it up uh, with nice costume calls, jokes and laughs and, you know, uh, keeping everybody vibrant and things like that until I finally imploded. Um, nobody knew, but I was I was broken on the inside, still preaching, um, still serving the community, still um, still in, in, enjoying doing God's work. But I was still needing um, healing myself. Wow. Um, and sometimes people don't even like to admit that. But I don't have a problem being raw. Um, you can still do your assignment broken. You can still do your assignment um, just torn um, in two with two different realities. Yes, you want to fulfill your assignment, but you still have to be uh, nurtured. Uh, tell people all the time it's good to have Jesus and a therapist. Keep Oh, yes. <laughs> I got a therapist, a psychiatrist, and Jesus. <laughs> right. And, 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 you know, uh, just speaking of, you know, personal life, um, me and my wife, you, a, a lot of people, they'll sit here and say, you know, keep people out of your business. But one thing that we have learned, it's not about keeping people out of your business, keeping the right people in your business. Yes. And sometimes um, those people can get you through storms um, unspoken on the outside of your house. Um and it's, and it's just good to have that crowd that's not biased, that you trust to give you sound information, and you also trust to keep their mouth closed when it comes to that information. Um, so, you know, for me, just going through that cycle, um, you know, it, it, even though it was a series taught in 2015, the book itself helped me because most of the stuff in the book, I didn't even express Um during that series of teaching, the meat and the potatoes, when it comes to the principles and the word of God itself, yes, that was taught. But the personal story that I was afraid to get out because I didn't know how to express it, that inspired me. Hey, you need to get this out. Somebody need to hear this. Somebody is dealing with this. I didn't know Shanika was dealing with this, but hey, get it out. Um, because at the end of the day, you're, even though you're healing, somebody can heal faster than what it took you to write this book. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like I said, it's the most easiest way, whether, you know, you get a PDF or a hard a paperback. I'm a paperback kind of person. I need to fill the <laughs> book and highlight. Hey, listen, this book has become an instrument to help me heal and forgive. And uh, especially within the black community, it's like even Ooh, forgiving, yes. our, forgiving our ancestors for healing our bloodline um it's it's crazy like just how a a personal issue could give so much freedom and liberty just to continue on to make sure that your current generation that you've created with your wife they're operating in from that healing if that makes sense right so um i believe there was a part of the book i was actually reading earlier called the paradigm shift Oh, I, I was finna go there. <laughs> yes, oh, I was finna go there. Yes, because you were discussing book. about the black families um, yeah. and just getting back to, you know, forgiving the bloodline itself. Even before we can forgive the bloodline, we got to understand what bloodline we came from. Yeah. Um, like I, I dealt with stubbornness, but I didn't know how deep it was. Um, and then to find out in the conversation just this week. Um, from having the opportunity to finally meet um, and hear my biological father himself after 33 years to know, hey, 
some of these traits that I'm dealing with came from you, bro. <laughs> it came, it came, came from, from you. Right. Um, and because he was able to express it to me, I'm like, wow, okay, this explains this now. This makes sense to this issue now. This makes sense to this problem now. Because now I can get to the root of it because I have my biological mother and father. Um, and just dealing with the paradigm shift, so many people in our community have been taught broken and warped philosophies to they think it's true. Um, the, the problem with that is it's that person's truth, but it's not facts. Yeah. Um, yes, it's your experience. Yes, it's what you believe. It's your belief systems, but it's not facts. And if we're not teaching, our, teaching this generation and this generation's facts, they will hold on to your truth and they'll live through your experience and then they'll come back hurt just as bad as you was hurt. Yeah. So, you know, for me, especially in the book, I, I, I was desire, desiring to get um, the philosophies of love, forgiveness and trust. I was desiring to get that fixed because what people taught us about love, you know, how love is pain and love is this. The word of God says something different. Um, and if we're going to believe the word of God, if we're going to be um, uh, walking in the nature of God himself, why not understand what love really is? Why not understand, hey, I don't have to be tough minded um, just to love somebody. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is long suffering. Um, you know, just dealing with forgiveness. You know, forgive them, baby. Don't forget it, though. That's robbing you. That's robbing you of your peace. That's robbing you of a better experience. Yes, you can forgive them. Yes, you can forget. And even you can do it at a distance. It was a lesson. That's cool. But yet and still so many people have put their pain into your presence to this ruining your future. So it's, it's a problem, um, especially if we're not addressing it as a black family, um, even dealing with the, you know, economics or dealing with business. Um, we we're teaching, uh, you know, we were taught to do business black only. That's cool. But at the same time, what if black business is not good business right now? What if black business is not actually business? It may be a hustle. Exactly. <laughs> it's, not it's not legitimate. Um, so we, we have to correct these things, even in going through a tough season of unlearning. Some, some things you have to unlearn and relearn the right way again, uh, which is necessary, especially for uh, when, it, when it comes to restoring forgiveness, because many of us would never forgive if we don't understand how, how deeply um, rewarded we are when it comes to forgiveness from, from God. I, I say it like this all the time. I forgive easy now because I see how easy God forgave me. It's so much stuff that I know if it was by law, I'd be locked up. Wow. Easy. Easily locked up. Um, yet and still, through grace, through unmerited favor, I was forgiven. So if, if I'm going to be a, um, a distribution center for God's grace and God's love and God's forgiveness, I cannot be the judge and say, no, nah, you don't deserve this forgiveness. No, you, you deserve it. Because I didn't deserve it, and I still got it. Exactly. So at, at the end of the day, we have to, but we have to be real. We have to be real. And it, and it comes with the paradigm shift. It comes with the mindset saying, you know what? I was taught wrong. I can admit that. I was taught wrong. I got to be taught right. What am I missing? What is going on? 
because Big Mama don't like the girl down the street because she took her cookies in the third grade. Here it is, three generations later, y'all still don't like each other. Not some trick. (laughs) (laughs) That that is so true. It's it was actually a situation with a a friend, a sister in Christ, um, where we had a falling out and it hurt so bad. It was to the point where it had to be mediated. And I'm like, the fact, I'm like, we had that relationship, but we were able to have that conscious conversation to admit that we both were in a place where it was so much going on, but it was like, you had to step back. And I'm like, I'm glad I have my sister back because I'm like, I missed her so much because I'm like, she understands me on a level where, like you say, you need that some people that's in your business that can help you like get through those storms where it's like when you're in it, you just really like, you just need another set of eyes, a clear set of eyes. That's like you said, unbiased. Um, and with that being said, um, the subtitle conscious freedom, what made you want to add that subtitle in there? Well, sometimes we, uh, especially with forgiveness, we hold ourselves accountable for something that God has released off our back. Um, even even when God has forgiven us, uh, we still are hard on ourselves. So sometimes, consciously, we are still calling ourselves um, a sinner when God is telling you, no, you're not. Why you, why you keep reminding yourself of your past when you don't want anybody else to remind you of your past and you want me to forget your past? So why are you, uh, as many people around me will say, why are you self-sabotaging yourself? Um, you're causing pain, you're causing strife upon yourself and you're blaming other people. Um, yet and still, you have to free yourself. You have to say, you know what? I am forgiven. Um, uh, just dealing with one of the, uh, 15 freedom troops in the ministry. Um, I'm forgiven and I would not be tormented by my past errors of mistakes. Um, so with, with that being said, you have to affirm yourself every day. I am forgiven. No matter what my past told me, no matter what I just did before I probably listened to this podcast. Hey, I'm forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it just assuring yourself and affirming yourself in that um, it's, it's like waking up every day, consciously reminding yourself, I am forgiven. Because even though you get through the first two months, if you stop affirming yourself and you're still in that fragile state, now you're back consciously um, bondage. You, you're in conscious bondage now. Now you're you're letting the demons of the past um, talk you out of a uh, destiny that you have prepared for and you're looking forward to, but now you're upset. Now you have an emotional moment and you don't want to do it no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you preaching to the choir right now. <laughs> I don't know. These last couple of weeks, I'm like, why am I feeling like this? And then it's like, I haven't gotten to the root of a lot of stuff. And God is like, all right, Shanika, I'm going to need you to get to the root of it. Because I'm like, I'm tired of being like a hamster on the wheel. <laughs> like, Just spinning your wheels. <laughs> exactly. Like, come on. Like, I want to get to my my promise land. I want to be overflown with milk and honey. Like, come on. Like, But God is like, you you have to get to the root of it. And oh, that process, it, 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 it may take some time, Ooh. but it's worth it. I promise you. I know it is. Um. But it's like it's also like, you know, being able to have those conversations as well with whom it needs to take place with and just even have a conversation with yourself. I don't know how many conversations I had with myself. It's like, all right, Shanika, 
we know we need to deal with this. And I'm literally like having like an in-depth conversation with myself in the house so people don't think I'm crazy. But um, um, around this whole COVID situation, I know there's so much forgiveness that is going around. Because, you know, some people say, well, my finances is probably being affected. So I should have did this X, Y, and Z pre-COVID. Um, what advice would you give to someone who's like, COVID is making them deal with a lot of emotions that they felt that they should have been X, Y, and Z before COVID even happened? Well, a, a lot of people try to outwork uh, anxiety, outwork emotions. They, they try to um, just stay focused on something else and not actually dealing with the situation. Um, so if, if I can give some advice, I would say meet any situation that you're dealing with head on and stop running from it. Um, for many, COVID was a reset time frame. Uh, you was able to uh, become home-based, you were able to get back um, to some foundational principles and precepts uh, when it came to rebuilding your life. Maybe you lost a job. You was able to uh, to uh, strive and, and may start a business or may start a new career. Uh, so COVID allowed you to reset, but don't take that reset uh, resetting period as a time frame to be more focused on negativity. Look at it for what it is. If you're having problems, the first thing to admit, I mean, the first thing to know that you have one or to, to solve one is to admit that you have one. Excuse me. You have to first admit, hey, I have a problem. So in me admitting that I have a problem, I don't wallow in a problem. I find a solution or I become the solution for my own problem. Um, so if if you're having that that sit back moment, so you know, you know what, Lady Shaniko, you know what, man, this podcast has really helped me because I'm sitting right here just listening don't have a plan, don't have a, uh, a a next move, take that time to plan it out. The Bible said, write the vision, make it plain. Amen. Write out what you're desiring to do, not only for the next year, write out what you're desiring to do for that day. Um, one thing I can I can be honest about, um, I didn't, I was that person that's trying to always remember, uh, hey, I, 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 got, I got good memory, I remember everything I need to do. And it's <laughs> something me. that I always forgot <laughs> because I didn't write it down. I'm in my 30s now. I'm writing down everything. I'm talking about everything. Why? Because it helps me. Um, it helps me uh, analyze my day now. And many people, you need that plan. You you need that. Uh, you need that opportunity to wake up earlier than what you was waking up. You know, because some people don't wake up until about 15 minutes. It's time to go to work. <laughs> so if if you if if you are a home based business now, okay, take the opportunity to actually plan out success success happens when you prepare for it success just don't happen because i spoke it no when you prepare for success success is going to happen so if you're desiring um not just financial success mental emotional spiritual um success in your relationships you gotta prepare for that okay you know what pastor jay mission equal it's time for me to have that phone call with this family member. It's time for me to have that phone call with this friend. Write it out. Hey, I'm planning, a, I'm scheduling a meeting for me and you. Could you be there? That is that is you getting your life together to make sure, hey, I am going to make sure I'm doing everything possible to be successful in every area. A lot of people just look at prosperity as money. Success is being, uh, prosperity is being successful in every area of your life. 
So if you want to be prosperous, consider the relationship that you're abandoning. Consider the, um, the emotional intelligence that you're abandoning. Consider the mental health that you keep trying to work through. Those things matter. Those things matter. And COVID has, a, has allowed a lot of people the time now to actually reset and get those things underway. Hey, don't be afraid to say, I need to go to the doctor. I may be feeling some type of way. Everybody, it, it was, I tell people this all the time. It was more things going on before COVID hit. So it's not COVID. It may just be something else. COVID, face it head on. Right. So you, you, you have to face those problems um, and, and don't be afraid. And I had to grow through this. I had to grow through this. It's not just something I'm telling you that I mastered. I had to grow through this. Um, you know, being, being an emotional being, um, it's certain things that, that I can address that day. And there's certain things that I had to wait weeks to address. Um, because I didn't want to just go off, um, like I've had, have in the past. I've ruined some things in the past and I'm man enough to say, Hey, I messed that up. It wasn't the other person. I did that. And sometimes even in fixing your problems, you got to be honest with yourself. It's not other people. It's not, it, it, she didn't do it. He didn't do it. I did it. I did it. So if you're going to fix it, you got to fix it. You got, you got to fix you too. Exactly. That's the main thing. You got to fix you. Why? Oh, you, you look in the mirror. <laughs> you got to fix <laughs> You too. Now, Pastor J, why don't you go ahead and tell our listening audience where they could purchase your book? I've, I'll include it in the um the link description, but I know some people probably could just catch it right fast. Oh, most definitely. You can hit me up www.jeremyjlee.com. J-E-R-E-M-Y-J-L-E-E.com. I have both books. I have e-books. I have package deals. Hey, I greatly appreciate uh, the opportunity with Miss Shaniqua, but I would greatly appreciate it if you purchase the book. I promise you, I have it there within two weeks. I'm working on that too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, COVID doing these shipping delays. I'm like, come on, man. I missed my two day Amazon deliveries. Right. Like, prime me, please. <laughs> telling you, prime me, please. Well, Pastor Jay, thank you so much for sitting down with me and pretty much like literally pouring into me and whoever's going to be listening to the podcast. And uh, feel free to come back on if you got another book that's being released or any products, you know, more than happy to give you the outlet to talk. Because it's always a blessing when I speak to you. Oh, most definitely. I'm going to say we, we'll be doing some um, some podcast uh, hosting together. I, I get you on my channel because we got to talk about some things um, on this uh, from pieces to piece. So we can we can definitely get in the, um, in the conversation about that. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to yet another episode and I will speak to you guys later. You have now been listening to the Creating Through the Chaos podcast with Shanika and Candy. And always remember to keep creating, flowing and growing.